Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 150 with Jeff Woods, who just so happens to be the first guest we ever featured from outside of the Cutco Vector community. Now, Jeff is certainly a friend of our community. He hosts the One Thing podcast, and he's an expert in areas of habit formation, goal setting, and productivity. He's now the co-founder and president of Productive, a training company and community that's based on the iconic best-selling book, The One Thing. In this short excerpt, Jeff starts by sharing what The One Thing concept is and how it can produce extraordinary results in life. He talks about the difference between spending our time and investing our time, and he dives into the keystone habits that can determine your future destiny. He also offers specific tips on how to implement the one thing concept into our everyday lives and how to apply the domino effect to eventually topple all of our biggest challenges and live the lives that we all want. This episode is truly amazing. And after listening today, I ask you to share this podcast with others in your life who you know could benefit from these insights. The podcast is available on just about all podcast players. All episodes, guest bios, and show notes can also be found at changinglivespodcast.com, and you can support our podcast sponsors by clicking on the link marked Deals on the podcast homepage. You'll probably want to revisit my full conversation with Jeff Woods, which you can find at episode number 150. For today, enjoy this short flashback. Well, tell us about uh, what the one thing is. Uh, you know, explain the concept a little bit. Sure. The one thing is the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. Now, there's a few things we need to point out there. We said surprisingly simple. Anybody who reads the book or listens to the One Thing podcast, it's not like these are earth-shattering ideas or complex. They're really simple, and they have a track record of delivering extraordinary results. This is not for people who want ordinary or average. These are for the people who are really out to achieve something extraordinary, which, you know, from the guys that I've formed relationships with in the Cutco world, they're cut from that cloth, right? They are, they are looking for something more out of life. So this resonates. And from a high level, Dan, we're talking about time. It's our most valuable resource. Here's the problem. Most people go through their days spending their time not investing it. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a difference. When you invest your money, Dan, what do you expect? You expect a return. You expect a return. Yet, of all the people that you've mentored and coached, how many of them naturally show up holding their time to the same standard they hold their money to? Hmm. 
Very few at first. Very few at first. And that's what this is about. And it's why we're in business. Everything is about changing the way people view their time. So they wake up and they invest it with an expectation of a return personally and professionally. So where does that come from? Like, How does somebody decipher that they're actually living in that manner? Three things. We call them the three C's. Clarity, control, and community. Most people actually lack clarity about what matters most. If we ask them what they want out of life, we get a deer in the headlights look. Most people, when they get asked a really big coaching question like that, they hit a wall of, I don't know, and they give up and go and check email. This is about actually searching for that clarity. And it's not about it being crystal clear. It's about it being directionally correct. Because once you have clarity, now you can actually start to become more appropriate in your moments. So a lot of this is about really understanding what are my priorities. When I wake up and I attack my business this week, what are my priorities? Not everything that I need to do. What's the 20% that drives 80% of my results? And within that 20%, what's the order of priority? If I could only do one thing this week, what would it be? Should I earn the right to focus on a second? What would it be? Should I earn the right to focus on a third? What would it be? Most people don't have that clarity. Mm -hmm. Once you have the clarity, then you can start to feel the sense of control with your time. I know a lot of people, especially if they work in a corporate space, feel like they always have to be in their email inbox. They feel like they have to go to every meeting. They feel like they have to say yes if somebody says, hey, you got a minute? And Dan, you ever had one of those days where you were super busy, but you looked up at the end of the day and you thought, I was busy. Did I get anything done? Sure. Yeah. That's what happens when we spend our time. So when we're clear about what our priorities are, then we can start to develop this sense of control of our time that, hey, these are my minutes. I get to decide how I'm going to invest them and when I'm going to invest them in the things that matter most and when I'm consciously going to say, now is a time that I'm going to be responsive to the channel of email. Now is the time that I'm available for meetings with other people. Now is the time that I can jump in and triage any of the customer needs that I might have. And now is the time that I get to say yes to my family and actually living my life outside of my business. It's that control. So when you get the clarity and you start to have control, the third thing that's missing is most people miss an element of community, an environment that supports their goals, Mm -hmm. people surrounding them that hold them to the same high standard of did you invest your time or did you passively spend it? And if so, what can you do differently tomorrow? Brilliant. When we look at our lives, professionally, personally, these big goals that we have, it doesn't come by doing everything. We don't just, you don't, the the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results is not look at all the stuff that's on your plate, work long, work hard, and try to get all done. That is not it. The opportunity is to view the stuff that's on your plate like dominoes. Mm -hmm. Simply stand them up and line them up and be clear on what the first one is and whack away at it first. Mm. Be clear on what that one thing is. 
control your time so you invest it in whacking away at that one thing first and have the support of the community around you so you can focus on that one thing. Because when you knock that down day after day after day, over time, extraordinary things become possible. So clarity, control, and community. That was great. I've heard you say, Jeff, when I heard you speak, uh, people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. What do you feel are some of the most important habits that are universal for success across, you know, most people? Mm -hmm. That's my favorite quote from the one thing. It's from FM Alexander. And it really is true. I think a lot of us have formed beliefs and habits that were protective and served us for a period of our life that may no longer be serving us. I think there's something to acknowledging where something that might have served you in the past may now limiting you. And being the type of person who follows a path of mastery is a person who never arrives. You are constantly asking, where am I the master and where am I still the student? What do I have yet to learn? How might I improve and take this to the next level? And recognizing everything that's happened up to date, great. Be grateful for it. And it doesn't define you because you can decide your habits now and that will decide your future. Most people have simply formed habits by default, not by design. And I think Warren Buffett said it really well that the habits of our lives are like chains that are too loose to be noticed until they are too tight to be broken. There are certain habits that are, that are keystone habits, if you will, that kind of shine a light down in all these areas of your life. I think gratitude is one of them. But there are other ones as well. And I can say for me, one of the most profound habits that I formed, and I've seen this with thousands of people now inside our community, the habit of priority, the habit of really understanding what matters most. If you flipped the book over, on the back cover, you would see a question mark. Most books have like all these quotes from all these people about how great the book is. And Gary and Jay asked the question, when somebody finishes reading the one thing, what's the one thing we want them to do? And the answer was, they wanted you to ask, what's my one thing? In fact, the title of the book was almost called The Success Habit. Because asking that question, what's my one thing, as a habit, is the success habit. Because when you literally stop and ask, out of all the things that are on my plate today, what's the one? that matters most. You give yourself time to search for that answer because you're going to hit the wall of I don't know. And you come up with it. That makes it easier to then whack away at it. And when day after day after day, you're clear about the one thing that matters most and you start whacking away at the one thing that matters most, you start accomplishing the one thing that matters most. Mm-hmm. You accomplish the single most important thing every single day. You unleash extraordinary results in your life. Amazing. Let's talk a little bit about how to actually implement this sure. and, and what you would suggest for the audience to be doing. Because I, you know, I always teach people that it's not what you know that makes you successful. It's what you do. And you've got to be able to implement mm-hmm. uh, the things that you hear. So what are the steps for implementation for anybody who's listening to this? From a 10,000 foot level, identify your one thing, time block your one thing, protect your time block. Mm -hmm. Identify your one thing. 
ask the focusing question, what's my one thing? That's the modified version. The full question is, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary. You can rewind it if you need to hear it again. If you don't know what your one thing is for that day, your one thing is to figure out what your one thing is. So you identify your one thing. I'm okay. I'm going to ask the focusing question. I'm going to search. Now let me time block it. Let me schedule time with myself to do my one thing. And that could be as ridiculous as it sounds. You to schedule five minutes with yourself for you to ask the question, what's my one thing and search for the answer. And when you show up for that time block, you protect it. You protect it like the air you breathe. And here's something that's cool. We already know how to do this. If you have ever gone to a movie before, congratulations, you know how to protect your time block. Dan, when we when in the crazy world, when we used to go to movie theaters, what did we do before the movie started? Bought some snacks and sat down and watched the previews. What did we do with our phone? We put it away. So let's think about this. We identified a bunker. It's called a movie theater, an environment where we would do it. We stored provisions. We got the snacks. We got the water. We went to the bathroom before. We swept for mines, the things in the bunker that would likely blow up and take us off our focus, i.e. our phone. We put it on do not disturb. Yep. And we enlist the support of the people around us saying, hey, I'm going to a movie. I'm not going to be available. We know how to say yes to a film, but we don't know how to say yes to ourselves. Powerful, powerful example. Yeah. So from a tactical standpoint, if you know what your one thing is, like for salespeople, it's to sell, it's to prospect, it's to lead generate. If I opened up your calendar, would I see time blocked for you to do it? And have you thought through the strategies so that you can protect that time block? If everybody could even just do two hours a day of protected time block, that, I don't think most people even do that. That would be a good start for a lot of people to be able to move their days towards being more productive and, and you know, accomplishing more of their goals. Can I offer adjustment there? Two hours would be amazing. That's not the start. That's thinking big and acting big. Because mm-hmm. most people cannot block and truly protect two hours. And that's what happens. We pick these, these activities that we think are our one thing, but they're too big. And day after day after day, we ram our head against the wall and wonder why it's not falling. And because it's not small enough. Mm. Dan, it could start with, can you go into a time block for five minutes? And for five minutes, shut down your email. I'm not saying minimize it. I'm saying hard shutdown. For five minutes, put your phone on do not disturb. For five minutes, if your kids come into your office, say daddy or mommy is in a time block doing their one thing, can you support me and give me five minutes? And everybody's listening and going, yeah, I could do that. Cool. Prove it. Do it today. And then do it again tomorrow. And then do it again the next day. And pretty soon you're going to normalize the five minutes and it's going to expand to 10 minutes. And you'll normalize the 10 and it'll expand to 15. You'll normalize the 15, it'll expand to 30. It'll expand to an hour. It'll expand to two. It could expand to three. The path to getting everything you want starts by getting one thing at a time. Think big. Go small. Trust the dominoes will fall. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. 
You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives. 